people be people. <laughs> people be people, and yo, people be on some other stuff. <laughs> A podcast about life, love, and all the other shit in between. There you go. I have my ace from cool Joni on the line with me. She has a podcast as well. And I'll let her pump her podcast. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? It's Joni Jack, and my podcast is called The Blunt. So, yes, play on words. We keep it real on the podcast. We're going to tell it like it is. You offend it, you just expend it. It is what it is. We blunt as hell on it. And yes, we puff a little, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? No, we're going to do that after we get out. <laughs> we got to wait a couple years, but not to say it won't happen. <laughs> Just not right now. I was shocked. I was like, oh. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hey, but yeah, we man. all deserve a life like that after we get out of everything. Exactly. We labor yeah. in. And life, and by the way, it is Labor Day, and Joey pointed that out. And I labored over my hair doing a twist out, and so I didn't follow the rules for the holiday. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I I did what I'm supposed to do on a Labor Day, the opposite of labor. So I'm been chilling. And enjoying doing absolutely nothing but eating food. And then I will start my hard labor tomorrow. And mm. that's what that is. That's what Labor Day means, right? Taking a break from labor? Yeah, taking a break. Okay. That literally guess, is the meaning of it, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I think people didn't even get days off then. So I think that's your, your day off. Yeah. Damn. One day off? Yes, of laboring. I have 365. <laughs> I'm so glad we have evolved as a people. I never knew what Labor Day meant. I never cared. Well, I was born on Labor Day. I should know more. You should. Uh, Shame on you. But let me tell you something, KB. Uh, Let me tell you how people be peopling. Because that question I asked you earlier, what was it about toxic traits, right? Yeah. All right. So what's your most toxic trait? Uh, some people are being honest and like they would say you know they don't trust anybody or they overthink um this one girl just straight up said she cheats (laughs) to everybody (laughs) (laughs) she was so honest i was like i wonder does that help her or hurt her (laughs) She, she thinks i don't know how she feels about her own answer because people were like, wow, you real honest. And she was like, it's accountability. And I'm like, you just, just going to still cheat. She obviously going to still cheat. Right. It's accountability. No, it's yeah, ain't shit-ism. Yes, exactly. People be people. And like, she's just going to do what she do. But I just thought that was hilarious. Like, she put it all out there on the table. Wow. Um, also, most of this conversation has been about my... I guess my indiscretions with relationships and women. And been helping me out. The dating gap. Yeah, the dating app. gap. Oh, no, app. Dating app. Oh, I just met the gaps like in my life no. of dating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the dating app. Um, I just been swiping and talking to random people and doing all sorts of stuff. And this dating app is, 
I don't know if we could say it because it'd be promoting the app and they're not paying us, so I won't say that name, but it's a pronoun. <laughs> yeah, you got the pronoun app. <laughs> it works though. It works. It's it's all right. It's not too what bad. What do you mean? But so how would you how would you define whether it works or not? What what would make it work? Was a successful relationship? That- no. Okay, I think it it works in the fashion that I can narrow down my choices because it's not like I have found anybody yet. I, the only person I have I've been conversating with is from the app, so it's not anything like some serious relationship type dating yet. But um, I'm able to narrow down my choices a little better than Tinder, you know, because Tinder, Tinder is hookups. Tinder is for hookups, but I feel like honestly, I feel like all these apps are for hookups. If you look at Grinder, you look at uh, this app. Her, we'll just say the name her. You know, because <laughs> we already said this plug. You know, like all of them. Like I think all of them can be used as hookups, or they can be used as er, however you use them. You know, because honestly, I what my last two relationships were people I met from Tinder, and and I did. I'm not an app person. But I just started to be an app person last year. And that's where I met my first app girlfriend. This sounds so weird that I'm saying it like this. <laughs> but it's true. So, so um, when, when you meet on the app, do you mm-hmm. tell people that you met on the app? Or do you come together and say, let's make up a story of how we met? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I have told both of them I want to come up with, with a story. <laughs> and tell them I didn't want because honestly, I'm I'm be honest, I'm ashamed of that. I don't want to say that I met someone on an app. Uh, Car- uh, I don't want to say her name. The, my first girlfriend was down for it. <laughs> <laughs> the first girl was down for it. She was like, yeah, we're going to make a bold story. We just, we met in the park, which we did because that was our first meetup. We met in the park um, and had a great conversation, walking in the park and everything like that. So that was our story. The second one was like, uh, no, it's a new day, which I do respect. She was like, it's a new day, a new age. Many people online date. There's no shame in saying that we met online. And then when I, when I sat back and thought about it, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. It literally is a internet world, either where you slide into somebody's DMs on Instagram, messaging on Facebook Messenger, or finding somebody on a dating app. Like, it's still online, regardless, right? Yeah, so. True. Yeah, so I didn't think about it that to that capacity. Like I think I was, my head was in the early two thousands and nineties. Like, oh, this is embarrassing. You know, I should have met you in church or in the club, like a normal person. But uh, it is what it is. It's a new world out there, and everybody's meeting online now. Like almost everybody. Have Have you met someone online that like it didn't quite work out with, like? Maybe y'all swipe with each other and had a chit chat for a little bit, and then it didn't work. But then saw them somewhere else. Ah, uh, have I saw them somewhere else yet? I haven't met anybody that I saw somewhere else just yet. I have like talked to a few people we met in person, and then I then realized that they weren't for me. Yes, um, like okay, yeah, you know, we're meeting up. This ain't the vibe. It ain't right. You know, cool. We can just be friends or we just not gonna talk anymore, which most cases I've just not talked to them anymore and not ghosted them or anything, but it just didn't work out. 
but there's no one I have ran into a second time. No. You don't know something crazy? What? First off, I'm like the queen of ghosts and I and I'm working on that. Don't I'm unpacking that. that. I'm unpacking that and dealing with it because sometimes we be the people that be people. <laughs> but true story, it was a dude that we connected on a dating app when I tried it. And like I kinda it kinda went I don't even know how it ended. I think I just maybe got rid of the app or whatever. But mm-hmm. like later on, he found me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, because my name is very unique, <laughs> <laughs> I learned to stop putting my full name on dating apps because people with like that I didn't match with would find me on Facebook and write me personally. But anyway, he found me on Facebook and then we actually started dating. But what was crazy was I was always waiting for him to say that he originally, originally met me to find me on Facebook on a dating app, but he would never bring it up. Hmm. And I thought that was really weird because I'm like, I know this, but the fact that you're acting like that's not how you found me is blowing Hmm. my mind. So you think he was ashamed of the fact that that's how he found you? I think so. I think that was weird though. Like he never mentioned the fact that he had chit chatted with me before on the dating app, and huh. you only found you only became my Facebook friends because you followed my name from the dating app to find me on Facebook. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see that case in point. Case in point. It's so much easier. It flows better with a love story when you don't use the dating app as that you know so i can it makes me it makes me look deeper into that like is this person a liar it's not even that it's just the feeling of i think it's i think it's more of what do other people think and that's horrible and like i said i've i've expanded my that mental capacity since uh, my last girlfriend has said that it shouldn't matter because it's a new day and age so I, I'm not worrying about it like I used to but it's just what is ever, what are other people going to think what are my parents going to think what are my family going to think that I met somebody on a dating app and not the normal traditional way because the internet dating uh, whole culture is not that old it really isn't that old so I, I get it I can, I can relate to what he's saying but he should still, I guess, get out of that. Because I did. So he should definitely get out of it. Well. Yeah. Indeed. But you, you're not dating him anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, no. So <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he was a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I'm not, I'm not even wrong. He yeah. was. He, he lied about other stuff. But, you know, I should have saw that as a red flag for the fact that he didn't mention that's how he originally met me. So you're trying to say that, but that's not fair. I just gave you a whole spiel, so you're going to say what I'm saying is a red flag. I, I know, but I just, no, I'm not trying to go against what you're saying, but I mean, the big question was, well, you know, why did we stop talking? And it's just ironic, it's because he was a liar. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm remember that, though. I'm remember that. <laughs> oh, because he's a liar. Okay, don't don't ignore the red flags, people. Yes, don't ignore the red flags. Um, another thing about red flags. Uh, do you? What do you do when you see red flags? Honestly, be be real honest. 
I'm Stevie Wonder to it. I feel like <laughs> when I'm dating, I become Ray Charles. <laughs> but when they, when you, when when you're attracted to him, because you can see red flags, and I'm pretty sure, like with the dude, that was a red flag, right? How long did you date him until you were just like, okay, you a liar. I'm next to you because of this red flag. Did you let it fly past that long? I think maybe four lies in, four lies in that I could catch. I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. Well, how long did it take for him to bring four lies, though? Four lies, it took, like, two months. Okay. I think that's normal, because three months, it takes three months to get to know somebody is what they say. Oh, I thought you was about to say it takes three months for three lies. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no. Three months to get to know somebody. So, I think that's normal. That's not too bad. But I'm definitely... What do you do with red flags? Um, I would say I, I don't want to say I look past them. You know what I'm saying? Well, what's my toxic trait is, is that I, I harbor it. <laughs> like, I know you did it and I know what I don't like. So it festers in the deep part of me. And then all your red flags pile up until I explode and be like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. But you would never know. So it's toxic because we never talk about what I don't like, you know? Mm. So it really doesn't last that long. Like for instance, the last person I dated, it lasts all of like almost three months. It was like almost on the cusp of three months, if not three months. Um, But all of everything that I didn't like festered. And I was just like, okay, nah, we not doing this. And she was confused, but at the same time, she wasn't that great either. She wasn't a great person. So it's not like I feel completely bad, but, and she didn't, it's like, she wouldn't let me explain it either. It's like, it was just a whole bunch to go into it, but she had enough red flags for me to just be like, nah. So I should have said something in the first red flag, maybe first two, but that's what happened with that. Question for you. Yes. What would you categorize as your worst dating experience and this doesn't have to be an initial dating this could have been in a relationship um or in a, in, in just the initial phases of getting to know somebody what would you categorize as your worst experience man okay um whew, my worst experience i would have to say It honestly just, I don't want to say it was getting cheated on. It was on the lines of that, but it's who I was getting cheated on by. It, it's exes. My worst dating experience is dating someone who is so involved with an ex. That's horrible to me because, like, I don't want to, I never could deal with cheating, but the blow hurts less when you are just a serial cheater and you're just going for random pussy. You know? Oh, I don't sorry. think you can say that word on my oh. podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> when you go <laughs> You sounded so churchy. <laughs> I said, oh. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, when you're just going for random people the blow hurts less when you're going back to the past and I'm supposed to be new somebody better you know that tells me that 
okay, I looked for something new. It's not good enough. I'm just going to go back to the old. You know what I'm saying? So you left something who you thought was not good enough, but you, you know, you saw me, you met me and then, oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to return to where I came from. I feel like that's how I feel. That's how I look at it. But when you're just a serial random cheater person, I won't take you back either, but the blow is just not as bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So yeah, I hate, I hate that in a relationship that I've dealt with, just like you never leave the ex alone. And I had to fight with you, but fight with you. Like I, I, I'm done doing that. Like fighting somebody to not talk to their ex anymore. Like that I'm done with that. So I haven't dealt with that since my since the relationship before last and I'm I'm never doing it again that was the worst mm-hmm. yeah I feel that mm-hmm. how about you I feel like my worst experience is finding out someone who consumes all of their time with you mm-hmm. still is cheating and so I'm breaking down like this like someone who likes to sleep on the phone and be on the phone with you all day and all you know at that point it was skype we didn't have facetime Mm -hmm. (laughs) we put our age on ourselves but (laughs) um be on skype all day and then can still have somebody in their house that's honestly dangerous skype and so you know for a while i mean i feel like i still have trust issues to this day with people even if they are in my presence like Mm. i can't even trust and it's hard to explain to people like well, like, how, where would I have time? I'm like, I was with somebody who showed me that they could be in my face all day and still be doing dirt. Mm-hmm. So, just, you know, I can't put it past nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that was that was a, the worst experience, because it's like, you're so shocked, because it's like, when do you have time for this? And, like, y'all must, you know, be together plotting this stuff together for you to be around to be sharing the time that I'm involved with the person and still after I get off the phone or whatever like you're you're holding your day until I get off the phone for you to start your day with that person Mm -hmm. like you gotta have some patience patience as a side chick to wait (laughs) (laughs) to wait all night you just gotta be hella hella insecure and hella stupid Right. That's on some other type stuff. Honestly, that's that's dangerous to to have to deal with that, you know what I'm saying? Um not dangerous just for your trust issues, but dangerous knowing that somebody is capable of that type of level of dishonesty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cuz that that is crazy. Like forget the side person, forget the side chick or whoever, you know? The person who actually like you said, can, can can spend all that time with you, you know, and then have time for somebody else. That, and they don't even care about themselves at that point. They have no time for themselves. They're trying to juggle relationships. And that's all they care about is juggling relationships. Because relationships that take a lot out of you. Man. That Man. means they don't even, they don't even <laughs> care to self-evaluate or self-reflect or have self-time for them, you know, for them. That's crazy. It's real out here. It's real. You know what I thought you was going to say, though? What? I thought you was going to say that time about the the crazy overseas experience. 
Girl, that girl crazy tech, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Boy. To this day. Boy. To this day, I was a trick. Mm. Like, she had me thinking you was lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about this, man. Like, this girl, first of all, never pursue a girl never pursue a person in a serious relationship not in your country (laughs) (laughs) if they not from the homeland you ain't don't give them nothing man (laughs) like no so i met this girl in korea (laughs) not even on the mainland of Korea it was like the island off to the side Jeju Island man she was in a club and she was black so I'm just like okay you know we both black girls it's Korea you know let's vibe it out we cool or whatever we both go back to the mainland we still vibing it out but you know you know that saying they say when a girl be up under you she want to be around you so much and in your house she probably homeless (laughs) (laughs) That's a new one. That was that was (laughs) nah. That's true though. Like that that was the situation. Like when a girl is always around you in your house all the time, never want to leave. She you think she clingy, but she actually homeless. Like she ain't got no (laughs) else to go for real. So that that was what I was dealing with. But you know, like in my mind, I'm just like, okay, well, I just want to you know have some fun, get it on, all you do all the things or whatever, right? Until I get to really talking to her and knowing her, because it only had been a couple days at this point of partying, you know, in Jeju Island, come back to the mainland. It was probably like day three or four. And she was came to the base with me. So she was on the base. We were chilling on base. And then I'm finally asking her, so like, well, where do you, where are you staying at? Where are you going back to? She's talking about she a house sitter. <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, am I done that? Okay, okay. And mind you, we in another country. So I'm like, all right. So she a house sitter. And we know we get to talking some more. She tell me that's what she do for a living. She house sits for a living. And across the world, though. Like, that's what she does. She travels all over the world and house sits. But she has no home of her own. Have I ever told you that? No. So how do you <laughs> find these people's houses to sit at? So there's a there's a website, right? So there's actually a house sitting website. Now, mind you, I think that people who actually are on the website do have lives and homes of their own, but I think she cracked (laughs) the code and the formula to not have a house and home of her own by just going from house to house, like back to back. So she never has to have a home of her own. I I think that's genius. Uh, That is. But not for me. (laughs) (laughs) that is genius I can't believe I never told you this but yeah so she cracked the code and then what she would do is that she would find homes that needed longevity because there's some homes hey I just need a weekend a few days maybe a week but there's also homes that need sitting for like a couple months at a time wow so yeah so she would get those gigs and she had a, a, a resume built up or whatever, uh, whatever it's called, like a uh, built up portfolio built up because she's been doing it for a while. So she had a lot of good reviews, all these things. So people would just get her as soon as she applied. They're like, OK, yeah, she's been doing this for a while. We trust her. So she had it going on. She's been in Europe, 
uh, obviously Korea, uh, Thailand, like all these places she's been house sitting before. Um, but yeah, so she leaves the base to go back to her house sitting gig or go to a house sitting gig rather um, in Seoul. And I'm like, okay, cool. You house sitting or whatever. And I'm getting to know her still. And she comes back and forth from my place to whatever house sitting place that she goes to. Um, and what she does, what she was doing was trying to stay in Korea for a little while. Cause I was there, you know, and I thought that was kind of cool, but then the crazy started to come. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't even know how, I don't know when it hit, but it did. Um, I think it hit when I started to ask her like, so what else do you do? What are you trying to do past this? Cause you can't house it the rest of your days. You know, she said she was trying to be famous, a singer, a musician. I told you that part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was trying to be this big famous singer. Um, she could sing. She tried to do gigs on the side, sing on the street, do these things. I was looking at her. I'm like trying to put two and two together. She 40. Oh, I did. Oh no, you gotta tell that part. Yeah, I do. So so yeah, so when I met her in Jeju Island, she told me she was 26 years old. Yeah, I remember this. (laughs) I'm gonna have to get explicit. Okay. Okay. So she told me Fair warning, had your kids, had had your wife. So she told me she was 26. How I found out she wasn't 26. Before she told me her age, we were about to sit there and have sex. I'm looking down at her area, her little patch, she got like one little gray hair showing, right? I'm like, I ain't no 26 year old. I don't know 26-year-old got no got no gray pubes, yo. Ain't no way. She don't got gray on the top of her head, but she got gray on her pubes. She ain't 26, but I ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just, it was like supposed to be a one-night stand. So anyway, fast forward a couple weeks now. Couple weeks, couple weeks, she still ain't telling me her real age. So then uh, when she has to actually get on base, um, one like she was getting on base without me looking at her ID because she didn't want me to look at it. But then I was like, nah, it's been a couple weeks. So let me see your ID. Cause I knew she wasn't 26. I was expecting, I was like, well, 32, maybe 33, not even that, maybe 31. I got her ID. That motherfucker, that John said 39. <laughs> she was 39 years old. I'm gonna keep saying 40. I don't care. She was 40 years old. I was like, yo, and she was embarrassed and she should be. I should have stopped talking to her that day. I think that's the <laughs> ultimate lie. Tell me it's not. Tell it me is. that's not the ultimate deceit. It is. So, I remember you was about to tell, talk to your parents about it. Yeah. But, but the thing is though, so here go, here goes my toxic trait. I harbored it in. She didn't know how I truly felt about it. So red flag number one. That was red flag number one. But I didn't let her know. That was very deep, deep, deep in the trenches. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep rocking with it, right? So we still talking and stuff like that. And then uh, other red flags came up where she just started like asking what's gonna happen when I go back to the states. And I'm like, all right, well, I already know you're homeless. No, homeless was red flag number two. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so dead ass though. Like, I know you're homeless, so obviously you need a place to stay and somebody to take care of you. It ain't going to be me. So I got a thing about taking care of women. I think that she has, and she has heightened my fear of taking care of somebody because of, because of the state that I met her in. And I was paying for all these things. And I was like, by week three or four, I was like, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not. 
She asking me about the stage, what's going to happen, telling me about her family. Can her family live with us? Can she marry? Can we get married? All these things. I'm like, this is, I'm not about to marry this 40 year old woman. <laughs> it started to get crazy. So then at this point, I would say week four, week five, I'm concocting a plan in my head to try to break up with her. I'll fast forward a little bit. It's a long story. So fast forward <laughs> to all the craziness of her trying to stay with me and all this stuff. Uh, let's go to the train station. So then we at the train station. I'm trying to give her her stuff. Breaking up at this point. She's screaming at the terminal. All these Koreans looking at us like we crazy. And I'm like, I got to get out of here before I get arrested. I go back to the base. She come to the base screaming, talking about, I'm going to tell them you're my wife. And they do leaving me on the side of the streets. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, <laughs> the craziest name. And then she would send me, like, you know, voicemails. Uh, voice messages, text messages, all this crazy stuff, talking about I'm cheating because uh, I was going to see my friends in Hawaii, but I'm uh, having sex with another girl. Mess, I've been messing around on her the whole time. Yo, this, this girl was so passionate about <laughs> her cheating that my friend that I had known for years, I said, what girl you messing with? You <laughs> like I've been lying to you. Like we ain't ever talk about this new girl. Who this new girl? Right. Girl, she. I had PTSD after talking to that woman. I had PTSD. Shoot, <laughs> like it was. It damaged me, and it was only. Shoot, that jump was only two months long. Really? It felt like a year. Yes. That's how much damage she did. That's how much damage she did. It was only two months. I had to block her. I never blocked anybody in my entire life. She's the first person I ever blocked on everything. She called me from all different numbers, called me from different countries. Then she had the nerve with her crazy ass before I left to ask me for my American number. I said, and I've never been mean to nobody. I'm not mean. I said, I'm not giving you my American number for nothing. Are you insane? She's like, well, I want to check up on you. I said, I don't want you, I don't want you checking up on me. <laughs> I, I've never been mean to somebody, but I definitely said it in that fashion. I was like, no. I don't even know what country she was in at the time. I forgot what country she was in, but she talked about laying in the hospital bed and some, some, some. I'm like, no, you're not. Get off my phone. Just wow. call me for some random numbers and stuff. Talking about she got in a scooter accident or some crazy mess. I don't know what she was. She was in the hospital bed. Like a lying old ass. You too old to be lying. Shut up. So with these traits of, you know, mm-hmm. toxic levels, what are some, what are some like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Deal break is this like right off bat. This is not going to work. Well, I earlier, a deal breaker is being bisexual. I hate to say it. I feel so. I feel so bad. But that's your only deal breaker. That's the biggest deal breaker. That is the. That is. The, that's not my only, but that is the number one deal breaker. You know, and I, I'm gonna say this because I was thinking about this earlier. I feel like for straight women, that is also a deal breaker. For men. 
so to be fair, I feel like the number one deal breaker, first thing for a man, especially today, if you're bi, you're out the door. Well, damn, I feel like Dave Chappelle said that when he was like in the bees, nobody likes the bees. Like, you know, that's a deal breaker for dudes. I've I've had personal experiences where a dude did not want to talk to me because I was bi. You you did tell me that before. Yeah. But like, that's so I have surprising. A lot of problems with that. I feel like it's surprising on the end of men not wanting to talk to a bi woman. But it's not surprising for a woman not wanting to talk to a bi woman. And it's not surprising for a woman not wanting to talk to a bi man. I think it's all about transparency. So I think if people were more transparent about certain things, then it would be okay. Like, I've had a dude, like, and he doesn't know that I know. But I mm-hmm. I I had a dude that I was dating at one point, and in the middle of us dating, I found out he was bi, okay. and he didn't know that I know, and I didn't stop talking to him because he was bi. I stopped talking to him because he couldn't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I think you know my thing is lying. I think that's my that's my deal breaker. But mm-hmm. uh, with him, like I knew he was, and. Like, I would ask him questions because I was upfront about myself. It was like, oh, have you ever had an experience? Or have you ever been with a guy? And I get hit with, don't try me on that gay shit. Mm. Don't try me on some gay shit like that. Like, oh, that's what he was saying to you. Oh, yeah. Like, I ain't, mm. I ain't with that gay shit. Like, he would get so defensive and be like, mm. hell no, that you don't try me asking me some question like that. And so, like, it's different. Well, no, it's not different if a guy had never tried it anyways. I think anytime somebody gets defensive over something like that, where you can just answer the question and just be like, nah, mm. um, that should raise an eyebrow. That's true. I completely agree, especially for men. Uh, I definitely agree. But I have a question for you. So why, why is it that... Okay, do you understand... Because it is, you know, we talked about the insecurity before, beforehand a little earlier. Do you understand the insecurity that's rooted in people of why they don't want to speak to someone that's bi? Yeah, because they think you're going to sleep with the other sex. But the thing is, what's crazy is you can sleep with the same sex as the person you're talking to. The same as you can sleep with somebody of the opposite sex or the same sex. So it's like your worries to me are the same worries that you would have if you were talking to somebody straight cheating is cheating because at this point that means we're putting a gender on what is the worst thing to cheat on us with <laughs> yeah i get it <laughs> and cheating is cheating <laughs> okay i got you um I, that was actually like a conversation in a group that i i saw recently and that was a lot of the uh that's a lot of the answers people gave for for me it's not about the cheating. It's about what you yearn for and what you desire. You know what I'm saying? Like I can talk to a bi woman, right? She could be completely faithful, but if she's bisexual, just like if she was, let's talk about a lesbian before I get to the bi. You know, I'm, I'm talking to one, uh, a person who's lesbian and we've been together for however long, whatever the case may be in any relationship, you know, you think other people are attractive 
you you yearn for a little more at some point in your relationship. That's just the truth. Not saying you'll ever step out, you know, if you're faithful or loyal, but it's just what it is. Sometimes you yearn for a little more. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's any relationship, whether, you know, so if you're in, if I'm in a relationship with someone bisexual and you're attracted to both man and woman, it's not that so much I'm worried about you cheating. I'm worried about you yearning something that I can never, never give you. That's what I'd be worried about. So if you are yearning for something that I can give you, that I can step my game up on because I can offer that to you because I can, I, you know, I am a woman, then that's one thing. But if you're yearning for something that, that has nothing to do with me, that's scary in itself. Mm, I still think it's like, you know, about people because no no two women can give one woman the same thing and no two dudes can give one girl the same thing you know what I'm saying so like to me it goes back on how I kind of explained it like it's like putting a gender on cheating or putting a gender on once because like I feel like everybody's had a relationship where it's something that you've had in a previous relationship that you actually did like but you're not getting it in your other relationship and it could be a thing where you will never get it because it's just not that person. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a trait that they have. It's not a thing that they think about. It might not even be their personality. So, like, if we're talking about, you know, lesbians or bisexuality with women, like, you know, let's talk about feminine women and dominant women or passive women or aggressive women. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, you could have talked to an aggressive femme and then you meet a passive film and you cannot be bi, but you could be yearning for aggression. You get what I'm saying? From the same gender, it's not like you, you're picking another gender to find it from, but it's things I feel like you can yearn in a relationship and just talking to one sex that's equivalent to liking two sex. Mm. I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I agree with you to the extent of yearning for personality traits or character traits from someone. Character traits and personality traits obviously go across genders, but body does not. Well, get the strap. Body is still body does (laughs) not. And I can say that for myself because I like penetration. I do not like it from a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I like penetration doesn't make me bisexual. Me liking it just makes it normal because women naturally like penetration. But I don't want it attached to a man. I don't want to feel a flat-chested, big testosterone man on my body (laughs) breathing on me. But I do want... (laughs) 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 But, But I do want that attached to a woman and a soft body with curves and breasts and all those things you know what i'm saying so that's it's different so that if if a if a woman is yearning for an an attachment a, a what is it a uh an appendage that i don't have plastic isn't gonna do it you know what i'm saying I you're yearning for something that 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 an actual you know uh a, a god made body gives you you know, and men do have things women can never give and vice versa. That's just, that's, that's um, science. We're not talking about personality and character traits. We're talking about science at this point. I think it's so I, I can't... That, that likes women that has said that the plastic 
it's not going to be the end all be all. Because these people like to swear up and down that, oh, no, it's the same. Oh, we got this over here. Oh, it could be better. And not tell the truth. Oh, yeah, I, that's not the truth at all. I know that's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if I wanted something real, if I wanted the, bi- the real biology of a man, there's so much more that I could get from just getting it attached to a woman. But I want it attached to a woman because I want the woman. I don't want the biology of a man. So, so if my girlfriend or whoever I'm with is yearning for that, that biology of a man, that would hurt me because I can never compete with that. And, and I've, I've been hurt that way because I've been cheated on, yes, with him by a, by a woman who went to a man, but I couldn't be so, I was, of course, I'm mad about it, but there's no competition. You know what I'm saying? I can compete if she's trying to be with a woman because, hey, what are you not getting from me as a woman that you're trying to get from another woman? If you're getting it from another man, from an actual man, there's nothing I can give you that that man is giving you. There's no competition there. So that's why it's so scary. I agree. I agree. No. It's deep, man. The deep stuff. But, you know, I don't like the surface, uh, I guess the surface answer a lot of people give of the cheating, like you were saying, because cheating is across the board. <laughs> you shouldn't Great. be scared of the cheating. You should be people, scared of, people like... People gone people. <laughs> yeah, people gone people, you know? Exactly. Regardless. Have you ever cheated? Unfortunately. Ooh. Uh, did you know I cheated? You knew I cheated before it. Right? But I'm saying, ooh, like I ain't never cheated. <laughs> you never cheated? No, I have. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. So I. Oh, you that, have? I never knew. I that, knew girl. that answer probably was like, yeah, I'm proud. Yes, I have. No, <laughs> I. I, I have. never knew you cheated before. You dirty dog. I thought. Mm. I thought. I thought I told you that story. You ain't never tell me that shit. Yes, because you know the person who I cheated with. Well, we're not name dropping. Oh, yeah, you did tell yeah. me that. Yeah, and so, mm, but I told the truth. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to get out of that relationship. I was trying to move out of the, the house that we were in together, but I had my own place, too. And mm-hmm. I just was not allowed to leave. Every time I packed my stuff, they would unpack my stuff and put it back. <laughs> and so finally I was like, we have to talk. And I, I will never forget this. We were in a Ross parking lot. And mm. I was like, we got to talk. And she was like, you um, you uh, cheated? And I said, yep. And she was like, I already know. I feel it. <laughs> and then she was mm-hmm. like, are you in love? And I was like, yep. And she was mm. like, really? And I said, yeah. And then, like, then, you know what? She asked me, was it better than me? Oh, they always ask something like that. Why? I would never. I have never in my life asked that because I don't want to know. But I, I, since you <laughs> asked, I, I mean, we were on the honest hour. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Dang. And, well, I'm telling the truth. It's, mm, I mean, what am I saving face for at this point? We are done. Yeah, we are done. So if you, you make a me crack, these questions, you're <laughs> no. horrible. Person. No, but you no, know, you know what? It, it doesn't make any right, any wrongs right. But mm-hmm. the 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 reason I cheated is because she had been cheating 
like we were in the same house but we were not messing with each other like she was doing her own thing and before I even cheated <clears throat> it was a three bedroom house and so like I was friends with her roommate um mm-hmm. we grew up together actually like I knew the roommate from back at home and the girl we 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 met in college and mm-hmm. the roommate stopped me one time while I was about to go out to hang out with a group of friends and the roommate kind of had got an inkling that I was starting you know like find interest in somebody else and so kid you not she stopped me as I was going upstairs and she was like oh you know what such and such is which was her friend their best friend mm-hmm. and I was like nah she was like oh and I was like why what's up and she was just like I was just seeing if you knew where she was and I was like nah I'm about to go out da 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 and mm-hmm. she was like yo do whatever you want to do <laughs> and I was like what and she grabbed my shoulders and she said do whatever you want to do and mm. I was like okay okay and so to me that was my green light <laughs> so <that>. basically <laughs> you got is it cheating those you got a green light well, it wasn't the green light from the person I was with. It was a green light, but from their best friend. Their best friend told me, do whatever I want to do. Oh, okay. True that. And I don't mm. think to this day she knows that her best friend ratted her out that she cheated. Probably and that not. was the reason that I felt comfortable to cheat. Dang. That's some spicy tea. <laughs> they know now. <laughs> <laughs> there it go mm. well that's the only time ever yes yeah, the only time I've cheated once mm. once yeah I cheated once I was about to say you a, you a habitual cheater <laughs> no no okay so I cheated okay so I didn't cheat once but I cheated on the same girl so that's my once <laughs> wait like what okay so <laughs> So it was the same girl, but I cheated twice, but it was just the same relationship. So then you, know? you cheated twice. Same relationship though. I feel like Yeah, you know what I'm so saying? do you tell a do you tell a married woman who gets cheated on from <laughs> <laughs> marriage? <laughs> I don't care. I counted as once. I counted as once. I don't care what nobody say. No, I counted. You, I cheated you once. Cheated twice. No, I cheated once. It was the same right relationship. <laughs> I cheated <laughs> once. Okay, forget all that. <laughs> See how that would put it to perspective <laughs> in a different situation. She okay. So say he leaves, or that person leaves that marriage, and somebody asks, "Did you cheat before?" Yeah, I cheated with that. You know, cheated in the relationship, but I cheated on that person multiple times <laughs> the act was <laughs> all right fine whatever so yeah i cheated twice but with the same person when, so on the same person back. on on the same person on the same oh, person so it was two different cheats though yeah two different people then that's two cheats that's... <laughs> okay all right, all right. <laughs> that's two bodies <laughs> okay yes that's two bodies but I cheated on one person with two bodies. Mm. So there we go. 
I didn't even think you would do something like that. That was back in the day. I was a child. So that's another thing. <laughs> you was a child. I was How a child. How old were you? I was all of 21. Oh, I don't try that child. Crap. I was young. No, because the, the relationship that I mentioned earlier with the phone situation and having somebody, you know, in their personal space and spend mm-hmm. all your time. Mm hmm. That person, when they tried to double back and be like, please forgive me, let's get back together. Years later, they was like, mm-hmm. we were children when we dated. Bitch, we were in our 20s. <laughs> we are not children. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, she was my I, first I didn't even know you as a child. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So I will say this, though. I will say this. I was the reason I cheated, because there's a reason, too. Because I was, I'm not a cheater, but she did cheat on me first. I will be honest about that. Um, but it was funny because so it's a it's a big backstory. I wasn't in love with her. The person I cheated on her with, which is very ironic too, because I hate the ex thing. I cheated on her with my ex, but she knew I was still in love with my ex because I was honest with her. I was honest that I was still in love with my ex and all those things. Cheat on her with my ex. So what she did, I don't know, it was random, I guess. Uh she cheated first with her ex. And it was honest with me about it. She called me crying. I was like, hey, uh, my ex called me. And then I came to her rescue with something, blah, blah, blah. And we ended up sleeping together. I didn't shed a tear or nothing. I was like, okay. And I wasn't like, it wasn't my plan to do some revenge stuff because I cheated months later. But I was just like, okay. I mean, I still wanted to be in a relationship with her. I wanted to get over my ex. So um, went back to college obviously my ex and I went to college together so you know we just reconnected and then I cheated but she did cheat on me first so do you do you feel that just based off of like your experience my experience and then people's experience that we know do you mm-hmm. feel that cheating brings on cheating like oh, do of you course. do you feel like all cheating brings on cheating and so is everybody a cheater I don't think like, everybody did because I mean I feel like you have the ability if provoked. I no well okay so so what what I is it about that, that cheating back thing? I did, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I said when I cheated. It wasn't about revenge. It wasn't about me cheating back. I was just mentioning that she cheated before me, so you would feel less inclined to say I wasn't shit. <laughs> 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 that's the only reason why I said it, but um. I cheated because I was still in love with someone else and I cheated with that person I was in love with. And then the second time I cheated on her, I shouldn't have never got back with her, you know, to be honest, but I got back with her after I was completely over my ex. And then I cheated because I was never in love with her. And I was just like, I had already cheated before I had already did the dirty do. And I'm like, okay, well, I obviously don't respect her. So let me just continue on my mission of being an asshole, you know? So I think that's what that was. Um, but it was, like I said, with that same person, that, that respect level wasn't there. Uh, you know, it, the precedent was set. Um, and honestly, I do believe it was set from when she first cheated on me deep down, but it still wasn't a revenge cheat at the same time. But yeah, I do believe that when you're being, when you get cheated on, it's still always in the back of your mind, no matter what. I'm not a revenge cheater. So even now, the other times I've been cheated on in later relationships, I never cheated back. You know, I just took Mm -hmm. it and then broke up with the person or whatever, but it still stayed in my mind, whether I decided to stay with the person or whatever the case may be, 
that sh- that stuff festers. So that you hold on to that. Do you feel that in order to cheat, you have to lose respect for the person that you're with, or do you 100%. feel like you can fully respect somebody and cheat on them? No, you there. So I don't want to say lose respect. I feel like it wasn't there to begin with. Oh, you know from from the beginning of the relationship. Yes, from jump to lose respect. No, in yes, that went in that one or in general. I I believe you don't feel in like general. you can lose respect with somebody. No, you can lose respect for somebody, but if you're talking about an initial cheat, you know what I'm saying? An initial cheat, like I guess it depends on how. I guess it depends on what stage you cheat at. You know what I'm saying? Like if you've been married for years. And then, I don't know, five, six years down the line, you decide to cheat. Maybe, you know, obviously you have then lost respect at some point. But when you're in the stages of dating, it's only been, I say it's been six or seven months, maybe even a year. Let's say even two years, you know, That's you're a still long dating. Time. Okay, you're two years, a year and less. A year and less and you cheat, um, I, this respect was never there. Hmm. I believe the respect was never there when it's that new. And you're cheating. Because I can admit the respect wasn't there. I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Admit it. I'm not going to say I respected that girl and then lost respect. Because I didn't lose respect. She wasn't horrible to me. She was still a wonderful girlfriend, despite the fact that she did cheat first. Like, she, she, she didn't do anything wrong besides that. So there was no, I just lost respect for you like I didn't like you or whatever. The respect wasn't there. Hmm. And obviously, the respect wasn't there for me either, because she was just like, "Okay, my girlfriend over, I'm a bugger." <laughs> so I mean, it don't make you a. It, she wasn't a, like I said, she wasn't a bad person. It's just she didn't respect that aspect, I guess. So, in knowing this, would you say that respect is what drives longevity in a relationship? One hundred percent. Respect Would it be respect trust. over love? Yes. You know what? And that makes me think, and I, I'm sorry, I just thought about, like, I don't know if it was Kevin Gates or somebody, but it's like a clip, and it was like, I'd rather you respect me than to love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, if you respect me, you can love me, but you can't love me and not respect me. Yes. I believe that 100%. Honestly, I don't. I broke up with my last girlfriend because she didn't respect me. She didn't cheat on me, but she didn't respect me. You know, I think I told you a lot of things that she would say to me. I'm like, you don't even respect me. Like, I'm not about to stay with you. But she would say, oh, I love you. I love you. I'm like, there's no way you love me with the things that you say to me. She had no respect for me at all. So, nah, I literally broke up with her because she had no respect for me. And she didn't even realize that she had no respect for me. So, yes, I rather respect. I really do. But I want love, too. But respect comes first. Respect and trust. Those are the two basic things. But I feel like old timers tell us that all the time. Our grandmas and granddaddies our mamas and daddies been telling us that. We that can't respect listen and to trust. Them, we you can't right. listen to them. Yeah, Everybody, we don't be listening. No, we can't listen to them. I, I saw a meme one day, and I was like, dang, it's so true. It's like all these relationships that we romanticize and fantasize wanting to be like our granddaddies probably were the worst husbands ever (laughs) like you know we grew up they grew up in an era where like men could do whatever they want to do have a second family all this stuff 
not care about you, but you still got to just stick through and stay. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I take some. Of, I take some of the advice with a long spoon, only mm-hmm. because, like you know, our elders' mindset is like you just supposed to stay through anything, and we it's it we ain't in that time no more. Like mm. I feel like that's why it's so many of us getting married at later ages because like we reclaiming our time like. It's long are long gone are the days where you can just do whatever and and keep me. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's that is that is a, a word right there. So yeah, people, you leaving people on drop of hats for drop of a hat or something <laughs> like that. It's true. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so yeah, we can't listen to them. So trust and respect. Trust and respect is number. Number one on the list, both of them go coincide with each other. Yeah. Well, we about to wrap this up. I feel like this will push us on to the next topic, which is kind of touched on because respect or love. So, what is love? And that's what we'll talk about on the next episode of People Be Peopling. Mm-hmm. I would like to thank my guest for sharing her time and some good laughs as we dive into the topic of uh, online dating and cheating and people, people. (laughs) Indeed. And it was great to be a a nice guest on the show. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, good people. Till next time. Peace.